Hello, and welcome to a microwavable episode of We <laughs> Only Look Thin. I am your microwavable host, Catherine Weigel, and with me today is... Microwavable Dawn! <laughs> old. Uh, old. Old. <laughs> Don, old Don, uh, who's oddly younger than young Don. <laughs> I don't. I don't really like a Don. Hey, it's Don. I don't know. Anyway, uh, sometimes when I I, call, I used to call you at work when people had phones and I'd be like, "Hi, I'd like to talk to Don, please." And they'd be like, "There's no one named Don who works here." And it's like, "No, like Don." Like, "No, no, there's nobody here." And it's like, "No, like Donald." Oh, Don! I thought you were saying Don. Like the dawn and the yeah. dawn and the dawn. So yeah. I don't want people to think. darkest before the dawn. The dawn. Spelled D-O-N. The dawn. So hi. This Hello. Is a, this is We Only Look Thin. Did just, we say that? Just as it. No, I don't think we did. Hi. This is We Only Look Thin. Uh, I've lost a little over 100 pounds. And uh, that was Don. Old. Don. And, old. Old Don. <laughs> uh, he puts the emphasis on the last part. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Catherine Weigel. And I, I think today is my two-year anniversary of maintaining my amazing, inspiring, and good-looking weight loss of 150 pounds. Uh-uh-uh-uh. uh uh sound. I think wow, it is. Wow, that is amazing. Like two years. That is amazing and impressive. I have never stayed the same weight for two years ever no. in my entire life until now. I'm inspired. Um, I would like to digress for a second and just um, a little disclaimer. Please do not put your podcasting device in the microwave. Do actually. not. It is not microwavable. I, yeah, this is not actually microwavable, this episode. <laughs> she was being funny, and you'll kind of get it later. We're going to talk about microwaves. A little later in this episode, we're going to be talking about something, and you'll be like, oh, I get it. Oh, they're call. it's a callback. That back. was super clever. Speaking of callback. Sorry, but congratulations on your anniversary. Thanks. You. It feel we'll talk. I know we keep saying we're going to talk about maintenance and the experience of it, uh, but um, but yeah, it's been two years. It feels uh, weird and good. Well, I'm very proud of and you. Inspiring. Oh my god, so I'm inspired. I really am. But uh, yeah, so happy anniversary to me. Happy anniversary so to you. We're gonna we're taking you back. I know on the last episode we gave you so many tips. Yeah, tipped over. It was like Jenga. It was oh like an avalanche goodness. of tips. It it was. And in fact, we gave away so many tips at such a low price that our accountant was like, you're killing me, Larry. <laughs> Do they have, is Larry a national thing? I don't know. There's a, there's a company terrible. called, there's a company called Sit and Sleep out here. And the, like for years and years, they had these like radio ads where the, the accountant at Sit and Sleep would go, your prices are so low. You're killing me, but Larry. Do you, I, we actually crossed this uh, Sit and Sleep the other day. I was like, do you sit and sleep? Cause you don't sit and you sleep, but no, I, they also sell chairs. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why that's it's very helpful. That's why it's sit and sleep. Oh, here I was they sell thinking recliners. that they, it was a misnomer. No, they sell it's recliners a right too. Nomer. Yeah. It's a nomer on the spot. <laughs> Nobody's a nomer just yeah. on their own. Um, so we're gonna this week we're gonna give you we're a single size portion. See, my joke of was not tip. only are we not named Larry, but we don't have an accountant either. No, oh, sorry, I forgot. We <laughs> yeah, don't. sorry. We do well anyway. I had to get the whole joke out though. I, I'm I was that guy. Yeah. Just now. Uh, tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you. So we're going to start with the tip. We're going to talk about microwaves for some reason. And then we're going to talk about 
If you listen to last week's episode and then this week's episode, it's like you're getting seven tips back to back to back. Oh, so many tips. So many tips. Oh, seven wonders of the world. I wonder where we're going with all this. I don't know. And then we're going to talk about uh, putting things together. Yes. Stacking them. Yeah, like Legos. Stacking them deep, just like tips, but it's not the tips. Lego episode, kind of. Uh, and then we have a product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody! Oh, wow, that came off big. Yeah. I went big or I went home. Yeah, uh, you did. So we... You, you went big and are at home. I am both. Except I'm smaller now because I've been maintaining yeah. for two years. You're small so, and you went big yeah. and you're at home. So uh, we're going to start out with a tip of the week. Tow! Tow! Tip of the week to tip you, darling. Tip of the week to you. What is, what is our tip of the week? The tip of the week is to plan for injury. And um, generally, uh, plan in general. Like, one of the biggest keys to weight loss success for me has just been planning, planning, planning. Always having a backup plan in place. And chances are... Um, you are going to get injured at some point or another, and you may not be able to do your chosen form of exercise. Catherine is smirking right now. <laughs> it sounds like it's some injury lawyer thing. You're going to get injured, and when you do, call Weigel Weigel. <laughs> call old Donald at 1-800-AMBULANCE-CHASER. Um, and uh, so... You know, my chosen uh, form of exercise is typically walking or rebounding. Um, so one form of this is when I can't walk outside, I have a rebounder. When the weather's bad, when it's raining, when we want to do it in the morning, when it's dark or too cold, we rebound. And so I need to have a backup exercise and plan in case I ever like break my ankle or, you know, pull something really bad enough that I can't actually walk. And so I have in mind to, um, that there are, you know, I would switch to primarily arm exercises at that point and try and do my best, um, to continue that. And the other thing to keep in mind is, um, that never slack on the food, even when you can't do the exercise, because, you know, the evidence is that 70 plus percent of weight loss and maintenance is is the food, is what you're eating, it's what you're putting in your mouth. You know, we say you can't outrun a fork, and that's true. And only a small portion of your of weight control for the typical person is the exercise itself. But maybe, you know, maybe your backup plan is instead of, you know, running, you swim. Instead of um you know, riding your, your bicycle, you try rebounding. Yeah. And I think too, whether it's injury or you're in a circumstance where like you're visiting a relative in the hospital and you can't go for a walk, you can sit in a chair and do Fonzies. You can, you know, just modify what you're doing and be sure if you're telling yourself, you know, like, oh, I sprained my ankle and I can't do X. Come up with, there are many other body parts that you can work out. So just modify as you need to. Come up with a backup plan. Um, come up with a minimum that you can do instead of focusing on the can't part. Because I do, I see a lot of people who get injured or they trip or they hurt their arm and then they say like, oh, well, I can't go to my CrossFit gym this week. Just come up with something basic that you can do at home. Yeah, Focus they, on stretching. That all or nothing attitude. If they can't do their CrossFit, then they might as well not do anything. And they might as well just eat whatever they want. And then before you know it, they're not, you know, even when they're healed, they're not back on their CrossFit plan. And they're still eating whatever they want. And then they're me and they're up 100 pounds. Yeah. You know, just magically. It just happens overnight. Yeah. So come up with that, you know. 
there is a best plan and then there is a make do plan. And so having something as a backup can really help you, you know, realize that you're not off track if, if you're in an airport for a day or you're traveling or something and you're stuck in a car. Um, you can still do uh, seated exercise uh, or breathing techniques that can be helpful to you. And uh, it's it's just a, it's just a season of your life and you can get through it, but you've got to proactively look for alternatives. Yeah, so the- we recently heard about a guy who was, you know, so heavy that he couldn't even get out of bed to do anything. And so his form of exercise was shaking. Like sort of like, tensing all like of his muscles. Tensing all of his muscles. And eventually he got to a point where he could get out of bed and do more than that. Um, and lost more weight, but you know, do what you can do the exercise where you are. Yeah. If you can't walk, crawl, if you can't crawl, uh, clench your batouche. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's drop that. I might have to cut that yeah, out. Yeah. You might post. have to cut that out. No, but if you, you know, don't focus on what you can't do. What can you do? Can you tense your arms? Can you do, um, you know, seated arm exercises. Can you do stretches? Uh, just focus on what you can do. And what you can do is your tip of the week. Tell everybody. Tell everybody. Now we're going to talk a little bit about uh, habit stacking and pairing. Yeah. So last week we 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 uh, stacked deep some tips. And this week we're going to talk about habit stacking. We stacked them deep and we sold them cheap. We did. So we have talked about James Clear and his book Atomic Habits before. But uh, this, this episode we're going to take a deep dive on – um, adding habits into your life that you say you don't have time. Yeah. You don't have time. It's how are you going to fit it all in? How I don't am know. I going to do it? How am I going to do it? Because we're all very busy. Uh, we have downtime. We have time when we're doing things. We're standing around doing nothing. No one's busier than I am. Nobody's busy. That's what we all say to each other. Um, so we're going to talk about how to look at um, things that you're already doing in your life and how you can add uh, beneficial habits to things that you're already doing in your life. Because uh, actually, James Clear talks about um, people who make specific plans for when and where to do something are more likely to follow through. If you generically say, I really should have more water, but you don't have a plan in place to do it, it's not going to happen. Yeah, if you don't I have, really have to get back on my strength training or I really have to get into yeah, like, prepping oh, my I, meals. I don't have time to do like a workout routine. That's, you know, with my busy ragtag lifestyle, I cannot get it done. Yeah, but we say all the time, I really should do this or I really should do that. Yeah, so he talks about implementation intention. That rolls off the tongue. Implementation intention. Say so, that 20 times fast. No behavior happens in isolation. So if if you want to add something to your life, pairing it or stacking it on top of something that you're already doing can really help. Um, and he actually calls it habit stacking. So um, I want to buy those pickle stackers, those ones that are sliced thin lengthwise so I can stack so them on top you, of each other. if you want a pickle, Back into the size it. of a normal pickle. <laughs> so he talks about coming up with a list of things that you do every day. And if you have a new habit that you want to put into your life, stacking that on, ta- on top of a habit that's already in place can be very helpful. So can you list some things that you might do every day, Donald? Uh, park the car. 
is you, is something that I do pretty day. much every day. Yeah, so you drive somewhere. I drive somewhere. Yeah, so you know, my habit is every time I park the car, I try and find the space that's farthest away from the door so that I can get extra steps in. Right. So you might brush your teeth every day. You might do laundry uh, every day. You might do dishes every day. Uh, you put something in the microwave every day. Yeah. You you make coffee every day. You got to stand around. You got to make coffee. Uh, you might uh, make the bed every day. Yeah. Put on your socks and shoes every day. There's yeah. so many things you do every day. And finding things that you want to add to your life. So for example, if you make coffee every morning, finding something that you can pair with that. If you're waiting three minutes for the coffee to brew or five minutes for the coffee to brew, what small habit are you telling yourself you can't put in place that you actually can put in place? Yeah, maybe maybe it's, you know, you get a hundred steps while that's happening. Or maybe it's, you know, you do you do two push-ups. Maybe it's you do a you know a few squats. And it doesn't always have to be – I mean, so much of our lives is um, is not just about the movement or the food that we get. But if you say like, oh, I don't have time to make a list of my, you know, my healthy habits. You know what? I'm going to write my to-do list while the microwave is going or I'm going to track my calories. I'm going to pre-track my calories while I'm waiting for the microwave. I'm going to update my grocery list so that I don't forget to buy, you know, all of the, the foods that are within my plan that I want to get when I get to the store. Yeah, so – he says, you know, have have a habit that you do every day. You make the bed. What could you pair with that? So the pair the current habit with the habit that you want to, you want to have in place. If it's not something that you do every day, if you only do laundry once every two weeks, that's not a daily habit that you want to get in place. But for example, if you want to, uh, if you're not flossing and you want to add that to your day, floss your teeth every time you go to the restroom. Just do it, and then it happens. Or drink a glass of water every time you know after you've gone to the restroom. And I've talked about this before, but in, you know, speaking of going to the restroom, when I'm at work and I'm in my office building, um, I always walk upstairs to the fourth floor to use the men's room that's up there, even though there's one on the floor that I'm on. And that ensures that I'm I'm having to walk up the stairs. And then on those occasions when I'm on set, I make it a point to take the longest route to the restroom that I, that I can find. Um, you know, I think about what the shortest route is, you know, shortest point the shortest uh, distance is a straight line between two points, and I take the longest distance intentionally. Um, I have to go anyway, and you know, people see me walking around, and it looks like I'm busy, but I'm actually just taking an extra long route to get to the restroom. And even at home, um, we have one restroom that's closer and another bathroom that's farther away. I always make a point of of taking, you know, to the living room and to the kitchen. I always make a point of going to the farther one, and. Something I was thinking about doing is um, pairing that with um, or habit stacking that with, you know, every time I go, then I have to go walk up and down the stairs in our building two times, um, which I haven't done yet, but I'm thinking about starting. Well, and the one habit is a cue for the next. So, for example... If you're really bad at taking your vitamins or your your medication, putting it next to the coffee maker in the morning yeah. will make it so that, oh, coffee equals 
taking my medication, which I actually do because I yeah. used to be bad at that. Um, using the microwave means doing 10 squats while I'm waiting to use the microwave. Being in an elevator means I do uh, arm exercises. If nobody else is in the elevator, I don't want to like windmill somebody in the face. <laughs> um, but finding ways, those those moments of, you know, and we're not saying fill every waking moment of your life with a habit, but for those downtimes when you're idle and you think, oh gosh, I don't have time to get some something done. Like you could chop an apple while you're waiting for the coffee maker to go. You could pre-track your day's calories while you're waiting for the kids to get ready uh, for school if you have a couple of down minutes. Like there are ways to add active time if unless you know if you're usually scrolling through uh the social medias instead of that you could be doing something productive because we all say like oh i don't have time for that i don't have time to weigh my vegetables or my you know my lunch i don't have time to track i don't have time to uh do my daily gratitude and we have a lot of downtime in actions that we're already doing and people are always asking like how do you get as many steps as you get and you know Speaking of microwaves, um, I every time I'm waiting for something in the microwave, I do laps. I'll I'll do laps around the office, the room I'm in, like, or if I'm at home, I I use the rebounder, um, you know, uh, while the microwave's going, and it increases my steps, you know, for something I was going to do anyway. Yeah. So, for example. If you, you know, if you uh, use the restroom, I think most people use the restroom. Most people do these days. I don't have the numbers. I don't have the specific data on that with the current census. But track your, if if you're someone who says you don't have time to track calories, track your calories while you're using the restroom. Um, If you watch Netflix daily, walk in place while you're watching Netflix or use your rebounder. Yeah. When you use the microwave, do a couple of squats. It, like I said, um, when you're driving to work, and this is something that I do, um, if if I'm driving somewhere, I'll call a relative um, to, you know, instead of just listening to the radio, I'll make it an active time where I'm getting something off the list because I'm not very good at sitting and talking on the phone uh, when I'm at home. I feel like I am I need to be doing more things. So uh, use your car time to to listen to a helpful podcast or call a relative. Helpful podcast. A helpful podcast. If you know of any helpful podcasts. If you're somebody who goes to movies frequently, you know, while you're waiting for the movie to start, while you're waiting for the trailers to start, you can make a shot shopping list you can plan upcoming meals you can track calories um you know make use of that time before the movie starts yeah um whenever or if you check you know you check the mail six days a week um pair that with drinking a glass of water or preparing a vegetable uh for your evening meal there are so many things that we just and i know i've said this we just don't think we have time to get it done but if one acts as a cue for the other it can be really helpful um the opposite donald had uh, a sort of an opposite reverso for that yeah it's sort of um uh, i call it the reverse habit stacking almost it's kind of like every time i watch tv i also have to be rebounding you know so let's say you've got a day where you really want to get a lot of stuff done but it's not even a work day um and you make your your to-do list and you say to yourself okay if i'm going to take a break and watch some tv or i'm going to take a break and look at facebook on my phone i have to also be on the rebounder at the same time or you know i really there's a podcast called we only look thin that i really want to listen to but 
Inspiration. Um, <laughs> but I have to be doing the dishes while I'm yeah, listening to it. Or, that's a big one. Or I have to be walking up and down the stairs and getting steps and floors uh, while I'm listening to it. Um, you know, uh, and you know, maybe it will actually even encourage you to get those things done. Let's say you have, you know, housework to do, vacuuming, uh, dishes, that kind of thing. And you know that while you're doing that, you'll also get to listen to your podcast or your audiobook or whatever it is. It may be encouragement to get those things done. Yeah. And for me, I, um, we we want to self soothe with food quite often. I know I do all the time. That's what I this want whole to. podcast is about. That's that's what got me where I was. But the idea of doing we've talked in a previous episode about eating the frog first, doing the hard thing, and that ties into doing the hard thing and then waiting for the reward after that. So, for example, I'll have my morning cup of coffee after I make that tough morning call. Um, I'll have my refreshing LaCroix beverage after I do my three flights of stairs. Yeah, I always try and eat, and I actually like vegetables, but I try and eat my vegetables before I have the more, you know, the the tastier food that's in my dinner. Or I make sure that I finish my dinner before I have my, my dessert, you know, which is, you know, a thing that we tell kids from the beginning, but... Um, you know, get the harder thing over first. Yeah. Or if you already are doing your morning workout and you, uh, it's, it, you know, like for us, we do our morning workout every day. It's not really a big deal. Um, but, you know, if you have something indulgent that you like to do, like looking at a uh, Tumblr or reading a tabloid magazine, do it after your workout as kind of your little reward. Yeah. Like, yeah once this is done, then I'll get this done. Create a Pavlovian response in yourself that you know that as soon as your workout's over, you get to do something pleasurable and even within my workout i try and do the harder oh things my gosh. at the beginning i hate doing this one arm exercise and it's great for me and the, the results are fantastic which is why i keep doing it but i always do it first because i want the i want the rest of it to be easy yeah i try and order the thing so that the hardest part's at the beginning and i then i know like as I do each thing, it's getting easier and easier as I go, and I'm more likely to keep going and finish that way. Yeah. So going back to the beginning, make a list of things that you do every day. I make the bed. I brush my teeth. I drive to work. I microwave my lunch. I drive home from work. Whatever it is, make a list of just your day-to-day activities. And then make a list of just a few things. It doesn't have to be every single second, but make a list of a few things that you want to add to your life. I don't have time to work out. Okay, well, what two-minute workout could I do? What two-minute exercise could I do? Um, and then pair, start pairing them. Start, start tying the two events together, things that you're already doing with something that you want to add to your life. And one more thing I wanted to mention that I forgot before um, is I see people in our neighborhood all the time who they, they have dogs. We don't have a dog, but I see people who have dogs and they live in apartments around here and they take the dog out into the front yard and they sit on their phone and they watch, you know, they're messing around on their phone and just hold in one place the dog on the leash and the dog kind of sniffs around and does its business and then they go back inside. And they're missing an opportunity to pair that with walking around and actually getting some exercise as they do it. Yeah, so 
think about ways to add small activity into your life, more accountability into your life. It really does pay off. And it and having that cue or that trigger to to tie in like, oh, every time I make the bed, I set out my workout clothes. After I brush my teeth, then I set out my workout clothes, you know, with my shoes next to the door. That way we're not we, – we like often forget like, oh, gosh, yeah. I forgot to put that out or, oh, it's I don't have time in the morning to get it done. So what time makes sense to do something? When do you have those those free moments to um, to actively plan your next day? Make it happen by habit stacking. <laughs> wow, that was really good. Thanks. Um, it happened by habit stacking. Yeah, I can't um, say it I like you did. I don't know why it came out like that. So, uh, but and I'm you can, happy it did. You can stack multiple habits upon one another. I, uh, you know, I use the microwave. I do my squats after I do my squats. Then I make my coffee while my coffee is making is is being brewed. Then I take my vitamins. And once you start building sort of a roadmap for your day and linking them all together, suddenly the job is done. I don't know. I think Mary Poppins has some song about snap your feet and the job is done. If you know that, anything about Mary Poppins, yeah, for let sure. Us know. <laughs> Without a spoonful of sugar. Um, so. Those are the ideas of the habit stacking, but there's also other things, aren't there? And it's kind of an extension. I, I feel like these are these are first cousins of one another, um, and we've talked about before on this show, but um, is also pairing. And pairing is the idea that you, you cr- have an occasional behavior that you're going to do anyway, and you pair that with a treat. If you're somebody who who eats far too many bagels, for example, or Why are you or, looking at me <laughs> or donuts or muffins or something, you say to yourself, all right, I'm not going to cut those things out of my life entirely. But what I will do is I will only have the bagel when I have a haircut, because presumably you don't have a haircut, you know, four or five times a week. <laughs> yeah, well, and we, we've talked to about not bringing the devil home with you. And I still see a lot of people who say, like, how do I, you know, I don't want to give up alcohol. What do I do? Yeah. I don't want to give up soda. What do I do? I love pizza. I'm not going to do this without having pizza or right. ice cream. And they feel like it's a black and white situation when really pairing an occasional, um, you know, part of your life with an occasional indulgence keeps it part of your life without having it, uh, it to be a reward or without having to deserve it. And um, I know I've talked about it before. I actually did it yesterday. Um, when I get my hair cut, I have a single bagel in public where other people can see me, not hiding in a car, eating 13 bagels before I get to work. Um, and it, <laughs> That's it, a baker's dozen, That's everybody. a baker's dozen. So, if you love having your frappuccino, if you love having a cocktail or soda or a muffin or fast food or something like that, pairing it with an occasional life event. Um, and we have a bunch of occasional life events that we're going to uh, to list for you. Yeah, we've already mentioned haircut. Um, there's also an oil change or uh, going to the dentist. Or when you buy new running shoes or new uh, new insoles for your shoes. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I actually have those two things on my calendar to do yeah. periodically. Uh, 
And there's also like when your favorite TV show premieres or when it ends. Yeah, the like, season premiere or the season finale or uh, when the time changes, you know, whenever there's a uh, you spring forward or fall back. Or if you're having trouble, this ties back to habit stacking. If you uh, whenever you finish a book, maybe you're a slow reader like me and it oh, takes it takes a really like a month to of. finish a book. You get uh, you get your Frappuccino once you finish the book. And I'm stealing this one from Catherine, but I feel like it's my turn to talk. Um, and is, you know, pick a, a minor holiday if you don't have anything else, and but you want something that's just, you know, that you indulge in maybe once a year or twice a year, you know, pick Arbor Day and St. Patrick's Day or, or you know, uh, pick Veterans Day and Memorial Day. Um, that might be bad choices, but <laughs> see, I was going to say, uh, Friday the 13th, that, oh, yeah. that happens kind of randomly. The next one doesn't actually happen until September. Or if there's something you only want to do once every four years, you pick leap day <laughs> Leap day. Um, but anytime you get, uh, you know, you file your quarterly taxes oh, yeah. when you go to open house at your kid's school, mm. uh, when you pay the rent, when you change your Brita filter, you ever. know, it just occurs to me now that maybe we should pay something with our yearly taxes and it might motivate me to get them done earlier that's in the actually year a really than, good than idea. waiting until late march to get them done that's a good idea um you know anytime you uh you know you buy a new big bottle of detergent at target oh, yeah. it can be something small every time if you're like us we have a coin jar it takes us i don't know how many months to fill the coin jar with coins when you go to Coinstar, yeah. that's when you get the milkshake at your favorite milkshake establishment. Now, you have to be careful not to like have that milkshake every single time that you do all of these things. <laughs> right. You know, you know, before you know it, you're like, you know, National Kazoo Day, I'm having a milkshake. There is literally and, a day for every – there are 365 yeah. days. There, there, are, there are only 365 days. There are probably two or three, you know, national whatever days every single one of those days. Um, so be careful not to, you know – that you really have to make it, you know, it's only every few months that you do whatever this treat is. If it's something that you really, you know, that's really a problem for you. Yeah. So every time you run out of toner is when you get uh, a a Coca-Cola at the store. Yeah. Make it something that's special and occasional. It keeps it in your life without having to feel like you deserve it. Um, and it it lets it be a part of your life and something to look forward to. And that's literally why I cut my hair. I'd look like Rapunzel right now <laughs> if it... <laughs> but it takes the decision-making yeah. out of your life. Like, you can't be like, oh, should I have a bagel today? The answer is always no, unless it's haircut day. Well, and I do that a lot where I am like, do I deserve this? I had a bad day yesterday. And I actually struggled with that yesterday uh, because we were going out to a pre-planned lunch but it was also my haircut day, yeah. and that's when I get my bagel. And so I, I actually had a good day yesterday. I had the bagel in the morning. It was just the one, and then we went out to lunch. But having it as just a – the two are tied together. Bagel equals haircut. Um, oil change equals milkshake. It uh, it just makes life a little bit easier. And it doesn't – it's not at home. It's not bringing the danger into the house. Yeah. Uh, it's making it a part of my life. So uh, Gretchen Rubin talks a lot about uh, pairing. So if you want to Google up Gretchen Our Rubin. Our good friend Gretchen. Our good friend Gretchen. She doesn't know it, but we know it. All right. You feel good? Uh, yeah. I feel good. All right. Uh, I think it's time to move on to our product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody. Pow! If – 
If you are in a hemisphere, the northern hemisphere or the southern hemisphere, you might notice the sun in the sky. Oh, yeah. Up to up to and including 12 hours a day. I have noticed the sun. <laughs> I must be in a hemisphere. You must be. Yeah. <laughs> you never really think about it, do I you? I don't think you about it. You take it for granted. Yeah, I take for granted that I'm in that I'm in a hemisphere. I didn't really I wonder what people think our product of the week is. Yeah. I'm going to tell you now. Uh product of the week is wear a or well it's a tip and a product wear a sun hat. Yeah. Get when, yourself a good sun hat. Get yourself a good which sun hat. Which in my ha- my case is a baseball cap or several of them. Yeah, uh I bought at uh Costco the other day a $14 sun hat with a little little string tied to it it's to tie under my it looks great on you it's it, jaunty she's actually wearing it in her facebook profile pic as we right re- as we uh, record now this. um but i uh do a lot of walking now i'm a walking person walk our daughter uh, to and from school much to her chagrin i often say you enjoy steps i do enjoy steps um but i do not enjoy melanoma no that is what i don't enjoy no no <laughs> um so uh wear I'm not a fan wear a hat i like having uh more of a ten gallon hat situation where it uh, it, it has a rim on all sides so that uh, it doesn't burn my neck. Uh, I know baseball hats don't do that, but honestly, uh, all joking aside, wear a hat. You don't want to get a sunburn. Uh, you want to keep your 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 complexion intact. You don't want to end up uh, regretting it and have leathery skin. No. Or, or worse, cancer. Yeah. And uh, you know what's I don't know if I actually talked about this on the on the fashion episode, but I don't wear sunglasses typically. Oh yeah. And the reason No, I don't either. Well, but the reason that I do not wear sunglasses is because I have beautiful azure blue eyeballs. Really? I do. That's they're, the reason? Oh, they're like laser beams. No, but when I when I was overweight, which was basically 1974 until now, yeah. um people would comment. They would say up to and including, "You have azure blue eyeballs." And I wouldn't wear sunglasses because it, I thought it was my best feature, and uh, so I didn't wear uh, I didn't wear sunglasses because I wanted people to know that I had beautiful blue eyes, even if I was uh, two hundred and fifty pounds. They had something nice to look at. Um, I uh, I don't wear sunglasses because I don't enjoy looking at the world through the tint. It it messes with my brain. Yeah. And I know I'm a weirdo because nearly everyone on the face of the earth seems to enjoy wearing sunglasses. Like, I have friends who cannot go outside without sunglasses on. Well, and it, it is a good thing, and it is good for eyes. I have I definitely have some crow's feet because I'm squinting a lot because I don't, but the, the, the hat definitely keeps the sun out of I relented eyes. when I got my last pair of regular glasses and got the UV protection on it because my optometrist was like, yeah, you need to do something if you're not wearing sunglasses. So. Yeah, so, uh, so just sun protection, sunglasses, a hat, a baseball hat. Uh, just practice some safety. Yeah, if you're going to be outside walking and doing your exercise, then... Uh, Watch the sun, everybody. Yeah, and uh, and get that little strap under your chin too. I, I feel a little dorky wearing it, but look maybe a little bit like the flying nun with uh, with the wind, so it doesn't blow away. But uh, what are you gonna do? Wear 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 a hat. And that's your product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate every single one of you. We love hearing from you. Uh, we love the uh, reviews. Um, if you have a moment, please. Um, uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, on iTunes. Um, and um, I would actually suggest that you pair 
um, that you have it stack every single time that you have to send an email to anyone for any reason, you also send them an email recommending our podcast. <laughs> that just put it in the footer. Yeah. Just like just put us as the footer. Or, or a separate email, like however works best for just you. Just people but evangelizing door to door. Anytime you have to send an email for any reason or anytime you have to post anything to either Facebook or Instagram or Twitter for any reason, you also post recommending our podcast. Have you accepted Donald and Catherine as your personal inspirations? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's uh, a little much. I don't know. I don't know about that. But uh, uh, but you can find us at uh, weonlylookthin.com. Yeah, and we've gotten a couple of, uh, of notes on our website that actually went into a weird spam folder. Yeah. And so if you have sent us a message and we haven't responded, uh, the dog ate our uh, our email. So yeah, we, we will, will reply shortly. Uh, we've been having some issues with that. But uh, you can reach us at uh, weonlylookthin at gmail.com. You can find us on the Instagrams and the Facebooks. And the we, Twitters. At weonlylookthin. Uh, where else can they find us? I think we just told those. I think we. Uh, I think we covered it. Fantastic. Well, thank you again for listening to. Yeah, this. Yeah, we, we do appreciate every one of you. This inspiring blue-eyed episode of We Only Look Then. <laughs> and remember, if you don't know the difference between a stack of pancakes and a stack of habits, just remember <laughs> that Donald and I are an, an inspiration Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.